0: Previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. I have a follow up question for that. When you're in a public restroom, it's sideways. So, which well, we, way is yeah. considered over? To the left or to the right? I. It's hard to tell.
1: I think coming towards you is over. Coming toward you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That okay. would be over. Close, But what if
0: it's kind you. of behind you? <laughs> cool.
2: then, it, then it's just inconvenient. <laughs> That's just yeah. inconvenient. Right. That's yeah, just exactly. Rude. <laughs> then, then we've got to ask standing or sitting. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast.
0: On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck.
1: Hey, Littles.
0: Ritz.
1: Hey, Ritz. <laughs> We're singing it now. Oh, great. Why not? Perfect. perfect. So much going on yeah. in our world. Yeah. So much going on. But I definitely want to start with this. We all know, because we, we screwed this up last time, Roxy. We have a website, Ritz. We do. you been there? <laughs>
2: Uh, I have, I think I've even sent you a message. Oh, right. You probably did. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You probably did. I can't
1: keep up. It's like, there's so much, there's now there's emails coming to the website. Now there's emails coming to our normal emails and it's like, oh wow. Dina, what have you done? Well, I thought Dina, we'd open with this email because right out of the gate, because um, yeah, it's from (laughs) Harry Williams and it says, Hey, your website design is absolutely brilliant. The visuals really enhance your message and the content compels action. I forward it to a few of my contacts who I think you could benefit from your services. When I was looking at your site though, I noticed some mistakes that you've made. Research engine optimization, which may be leading to a decline in your organic SEO results. <laughs> Would you like to fix it so that you can maximize exposure presence on Google, Bing, Yahoo, and web traffic to your website? It's a relatively simple fix. If this is a priority, Please share your mobile number and a suitable time to talk so I can help you with this. Regards, Harry Williams, digital marketing expert.
0: First of all, Harry, who are you and why aren't you coming on the show? No,
2: it's spam. No, this is a sales pitch.
0: Is it? Yes. Oh, yeah, totally. But come on. I'm leaving that in, I mean, if he's taking time out of his day. Wait a minute. Take the
2: hook out of your mouth, Roxy. Come on Roxy, stop.
1: I'm, I'm helping you here. I'm helping you. Stop. No, I mean, this is pure spam, and it's. Br- I just thought it was brilliant, and I thought Dina would appreciate give that. give me your
0: number is really funny. But
1: now I'm getting, well, that's what he wants, you know, because he's going to then right. Right, start calling you for other stuff, or you send know, you whatever. Or send
0: right. you things yeah. that are anyway. not appropriate, maybe. I don't know. Where's I mean, my mind right now? That's I, hilarious. I
1: had to start with that because I thought that was hilarious. Now I'm getting spam emails because <laughs> of the website we created. So thank you, Dina, for that. And... <laughs> But no, I'm just going. We love the website. It's we great. Do, Send yeah. Harry
2: Williams Dina's number.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. I'll say, please speak to our webmistress. Here is her information. I think I have her mailing address, too. I'm sure she would love that. Oh, no. Just kidding. We won't do that, Littles. We promise. Yep. Anyway, Chuck had a birthday yesterday.
0: He did. Hi.
1: It wasn't a big one, but... Not yet.
2: Happy birthday to <laughs> you. Yeah.
1: Right. Now... I think this is funny, so I'm going to talk briefly about some of this stuff, and then we have some really important announcements to get into, but I'm just going to talk briefly about this because I got some really cool stuff. Now, what you might not think is cool, but I actually got a birthday card from Roxy to Chuck, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, and I also got a jar of crunchy peanut butter, Mm -hmm. a huge jar of crunchy peanut butter. Not the
0: biggest. (laughs) I didn't have a chance to get to Costco's.
1: No, it's not Costco's, but it was fantastic. I already I used it within like an hour. Yeah, I opened it and Mm -hmm. used it, so that was great. And I because I was out of crunchy peanut butter, it was great. So that was like one of the I I don't want to say the best gift you got me, but you know, Chuck here's weird with that stuff. I mean, we all know. I think we talked about what my one of my favorite christmas gifts was it wasn't even from you roxy it was from your parents yeah and that was the Gigundo box of saran wrap yeah we got like the restaurant style mm-hmm. saran wrap that was one of my it's still one of my favorite things to play with um <laughs> it is that I'm is sorry.
2: a window into your world people
1: <laughs> it is uh, whoa but then <laughs> roxy got me a gift certificate
0: i did and
1: what was it too roxy
0: indochino so i'll get
1: to use the code littles i'm very excited <laughs> yeah so she got me a a nice gift card to Inochino. and I don't know if that's saying that I just she was trying to secretly dress me better.
0: Listen, I look in your closet and your clothes are fine except they're very very worn down. So it <laughs> they have not, holes in them. Yeah, I mean you could you can use it as an use a new update. Coat, yeah. mm-hmm. No,
1: that's what we're going
2: to go to Mave. Well, maybe well, it doesn't work there anymore. I don't anymore, think. I don't she think. Works there oh, anymore.
1: Did not
0: but know. But she that. might like have an in with somebody. Yeah, she there. might know
1: somebody that still yeah. works there that she can like
0: right. hook us up with. Right. But
2: yeah, you got to get some uh, special assistance, right? You deserve that. Now, yeah. the,
1: now the only disappointing part of this gift Roxy though was that I opened other things and what I get I got like Skittles I got like a Dundee I got a Rubik's Cube (laughs) I thought there was going to be rope and a yardstick in another package but there wasn't but that's okay you know
0: (laughs) I'm learning slowly very slowly (laughs)
1: but real quick speaking of birthdays Rich you had one you wanted to give a special shout out right
2: hey yes this Friday, May 6th, Willie Mays turns 91. Whoa. Wow. And extra significance, he is the oldest living baseball hall of famer. So, uh, big him. shout out to the Say Hey Kid. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. And we were all talking about him with that whole Mays versus Aaron thing yeah. last right, week. So, right. yeah. Absolutely.
1: All right. Well, now we have to get to some undoubtedly grateful thank yous because mm-hmm. we just found out we, we don't even catch up with this stuff because sometimes emails, it's hard to explain. When I set up the account to distribute the podcast, it was a different Gmail account other than the WTFC pod because mm-hmm. we didn't even have that account when we started. Right. So like, it's, it's a long story, but I don't even check it. It's a Gmail account that I don't use. And that's where some of these notices go. But we, ha- we got a new sponsor on our Patreon page.
0: We do. That was so exciting. Yeah. So
1: Adam Jameson, thank you so much for your contribution. If you listeners haven't been to the website yet, you can click on there and it's at the bottom. We don't. We're not going to promote it like every episode, like some podcasts. But it is there. You can support the podcast for as low as ninety nine cents a month. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah. ninety nine cents a month is the and anything
0: lowest. that happens goes right back into the podcast. Oh, absolutely! So yeah.
1: we're buying prizes, we're buying stuff, we're
0: trying to make your lives more fun with yeah, this podcast. Right,
1: right, right, right. And as always, a special shout out to Tom Miskoik, who has been a very generous supporter of the podcast for a for, while, for months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we really appreciate those. Thank you. And we'll just keep shouting out. Yep. You know, they're contributing monthly, which is really sweet of them. So we really appreciate that. Now, you let's guys get... have
2: to uh, support the salaries of all those third wheels. Out right. There. Exactly. Actually, yeah. I mean, Rich <laughs> is charging
1: us an arm and a leg for him coming on. And so we need to s- dip it into our savings account here. So we need to uh, No, we would. We'd love to be able to pay the, the mm-hmm. third wheels. We'd love to be able to pay Dina for her work. And I mean. Yeah, they, The littles are just so generous. Yeah. We really appreciate it. So that's all we can say. Let's get to some of the other emails. Now, Ritz, actually, you wrote in earlier, but you, I didn't know about this other book you said Jeffrey Lyons wrote. You said it's called Out of Left Field?
2: Oh, yeah. Anybody who loves just weird bits of baseball factoids and trivia and odd coincidences. So you mentioned Jeffrey Lyons. Um, I did get to meet him through a bunch of different softball relationships out there, as we all do, right? Yeah. And it's a really, really fun book. Great gift. It probably came out about 15 years ago, I guess. He wrote it with his brother.
1: Oh, nice. All right. So check that one out as well. I'm going to try and get him on Chatter on Books. Yeah. I think think Tori would would love that. I really Mm -hmm. think she'd enjoy sitting down with him and talking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He would be great. Yeah. And so then we're going to go to Tim Cree. Roxy Roxy had some trouble with this one. Oh. It says So you mentioned the new website. I did what we all do. I went straight to the website and did search for the word naked, not naked, but naked. Zero (laughs) result. Also, nothing comes up when I search for Slurpee, crayons, nor trampolines, or buckaroo bonsai. However, five <laughs> results for the Pepsi challenge. I don't know if I will go back. It's a toss-up.
0: Come on. I mean,
1: I don't know. That's kind of funny.
0: <laughs> no, at first, I got nervous. I thought, oh, he doesn't like us. He's never coming back. <laughs> but, no. you know.
1: No, he, he wrote again. Yeah. yeah he, he, was, he was concerned about Roxy. So, <laughs> Anyway, Ritz, the, I, you said Bobby Godfrey wrote in, right?
2: Yeah, listen, uh, Bobby wrote, responding to our discussion about how people take their kickball game way too seriously, right? (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. So he wrote, I played adult kickball for a few years, but we took the flip cup at the bar after way more seriously than we ever took the actual kickball. It was also definitely a social sport, at least for us, as I can think of four marriages that happened as a result of the couples who met on our team Those were good times.
1: Now, I wonder, did they wear eye black for the flip cup? Maybe they (laughs) did that in cleats? No. (laughs) I don't know. Flip cup
0: is competitive.
1: Are you any good? I've never played flip cup.
0: I've played it a couple times. I'm not very good at it because I'm not good at chugging beer that quickly. What was your
1: nickname for Beer pong.
2: So wait, what is yeah. Flip Cup? Because I know beer pong, but I don't know Flip so Cup. So Flip what is Cup, that?
0: you've got a line of cups
2: on the edge of the table. On the edge of the yeah. table,
0: and you have to flip that they're upside down and you have to flip them so that they land right side up. And if depends you-
2: on which way you have it in your cupboard, I guess
0: right. Well, <laughs> this is very specific. It has to be face down and then you, f- or no. Yes. No, you're is right. It face down. Flip down and
1: then you flip, it, you have to flip it up so it stands up so, so then you could pour stuff in it. Because I, I think, think so. if you get it up, then you pour a shot or something in it and the a other team has to drink it or something. Or I don't know. Who knows the rules of flip cup? Write us in. WTFC, yeah. PodNet. There's
0: something about the flipping and the drinking, but I can't remember where the drinking happens now that I'm thinking of it. So, yeah, yeah write us in. Yeah, let Bobby, us know. Let us know. <laughs> but well, I, email, I know. So. Flip cup is like a timed thing. Like you have to be, oh, the, oh, You're time paired thing. off each person is paired off with an opponent. Oh and, so go, it's not, and you go I, down the line. Right.
1: I've seen videos so of this. It's right. Very
0: right. competitive. Yeah.
1: It's not like each individual one Right. It's not after. like beer
0: pong where you like hopefully get it in. And then they have to drink. Right. Right. Gotcha. It
1: All right. Seems like
2: Roxy's got a lot of experience on huh? does. Well <laughs> she's the
1: millennial of the group. You know, we didn't have these <laughs> games back in our day, Ritz. Right. So.
0: That's
2: right. right. We were just hard drinkers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we didn't have time for flipping cups. We just drank. Uh, All right, Roxanne, we hear from Craig Rose. Is that right?
0: Yeah, Craig says, Clarkson alum number two you've had on the podcast. I'm proud to be a fellow alum of the greatest engineering school in the state of New York, along with Chip. Great to hear Chip talk about his life. We've met once at a Clarkson hockey game, but it was enjoyable to hear more about Chip and his life.
1: Oh, cool! Cool, and I think
0: connective s- tissue, right? Right. Is that what and it's I called? think someone
1: also tweeted after uh, around that something. Like, I think there was three. I think we've had yeah. three on the podcast. Cool. Someone updated that because cool. someone from a long time ago we forgot about. Yep. So, and then we're gonna close with not this. that
0: we forgot about you. No,
1: no, of course. You, yeah, know. No. Look, you there's know, so many I mean. of you. There's so. <laughs> m- and now that we have the website, it's easy to find you and yes. go back and yes. re-listen to. So, all right. And then next we hear from Bob.
0: Bob Bob Walsh. Yes. He says, and as far as stacking the plates goes, in idiosyncratic, Jason Fuse sings, I never take the top plate stacked in the cabinet, prime place as an assassin to place the poison at.
1: Oh, I see. Right.
0: So he's saying like the plate is face up.
1: Right. Right. And
0: he never takes that top plate because it's face up and who knows what's in it.
1: Right. And then finally, before we get to our great Meet the Littles guest, we have a special treat for all our loyal listeners This came in from Anthony Beeson, Tony Beeson, and he says, hello, gang, we sent the below and attached a month ago to the big show, but alas, they have not played it. If you would like, please feel free to play it on your show. Now, of course, we're going to play this. (laughs) I also want to like read what he wrote to the big show. Mm -hmm. He says, please find attached the work of an exclusive group of artists known as the Outbacks. who have joined together to produce the attached work of art. It is a jingle, but oh, much more than that, my friends. For it is also a Subaru read. Add copy with narration from voice talent Lee Gordon. The musical portion of the group is comprised of Claire Natola, Steve Lipton, along with Tony and Linda Beeson. Oh, look at that. Cool. He got got the wife involved. Yes, I love love this.
2: This is a loyal little's all-stars here right
1: right and it's exclusively on the loyal littles podcast yes. so this is great so thank you the outbacks and we are more than happy to play this going into our meet the littles guest and it's we've already heard it it's it's great so congrats roxy's gonna sing it all day now <laughs> i know she's like going around <laughs> stuck singing in my head so, forever and then we'll be right back with meet
0: the littles
2: hi this is shane hicks and you're listening to the loyal littles podcast On the WTFC podcast network.
3: We love our children more than you. Yes, we drive a Subaru.
2: Hey, folks. You're better than your neighbors, right? Solidify your social standing and come on down to your local DC area Subaru dealership and treat yourself to a new Subaru Outback or Forester. Our entire inventory comes fully equipped with roof racks, padded cup holders, heated steering wheels, and popular options like permanently attached and laminated coexist bumper stickers. So pull out of your geometrically patterned brick driveway in a style. Stock- that says, as a matter of fact, I do own the road. We love
3: our children more than you. Yes, we drive a Subaru.
2: We're quite pretentious, and so are you. Yes, we drive a Subaru.
4: We get our troubles forward
1: Played in this episode by a band called Proud Country. And this song is called Need a Little Lovin'. Now, if you like what you hear, you can find more of their stuff over on iTunes and Spotify. But the best place to reach them is on their website. That is ProudCountry.net. That is ProudCountry.net. They're also on Facebook, Instagram at ProudCountry2018. And you can find their stuff over on YouTube as well. Just head on over there and search Proud Country. And as always, we will play the full song, Need a Little Lovin', at the end of the podcast. All right, all you loyal Littles, it's now time to meet the Littles. And Roxy.
0: Here we go. Fun one. Yep, I'm excited. Please
1: welcome to the podcast, Adam Jamison. Hey, Adam, how's it going?
5: It's going great. How about for you guys?
1: It's great. We're good. Now- we normally turn this right over to you. We're not doing that today because I've had enough of this Littles. Okay. <laughs> this has happened once way too many times. I'm going to just start. I'm just going to read our conversation. All right. So we reached out to Adam. Adam, you want to come on the podcast? This is what we get. Oh, I don't know. Kind of intimidated. They are smart. I used to be a long time ago. Not so much anymore. Plus, I'm from the Midwest. Kind of a redneck is what you quote. I'm I mean, quoting that's
0: you. That's perfect for is, us. Is that Okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so I'm <laughs> quoting him, okay? So then we got to go back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. I finally, I look, we didn't put ropes around. We didn't throw you in a dungeon in, in our attic. Or, or, not like or, Dan
0: Byrne. Not no. like
1: Dan Byrne. We didn't throw you in the cellar. So <laughs> he finally agrees to come on. Yeah. So then I send him the form. He, fill, he signs the form, yep. which is what a lot of people just do. A lot yeah. of people, Adam, just so you know, you're not alone. A lot of people just simply just sign it, date it, whatever, and then send it back. Yep. They don't fill it out. Right. A lot of people do. Okay. So this guy... He has the Sheputzpah
0: to then. Oh, that word again.
1: (laughs) So then he writes me an email saying, oh, he sends the form and he's like, oh, I just realized, you know, I didn't really put anything on it. And he says, quote, if it can be worked in, I wouldn't mind talking about my poetry briefly. I have three books that have been published.
0: I mean, first of all, thank you for not burying the lead. Yeah, right. When you got got on here with that, you already sent that to us. So that's cool. So we know that. So we may or may not have a bury the lead moment in this episode. Okay, so and
1: we appreciate Adam letting us throw him under the bus basically there. (laughs) So now we will turn it over to you. So we gave you a little preview of what's to come, Littles. So we're excited about this. Adam, please take a second. Introduce yourself to all the loyal Littles out there.
5: Adam Jameson from Pittsburgh, Kansas which is about two hours straight south of Kansas City, if you're interested in geography. Very.
1: We'll get yep. back to that. Go mm-hmm. ahead.
5: Yep. Born and raised, with the exception of living for a year in Shreveport, Louisiana, when I was working for the railroad. Ooh. Uh, parents were from here, both educators. My wife's an educator. My sister's an educator. I'm the black sheep
0: <laughs> of <laughs> Love the family. It. Love it.
1: Now, did you go to college or anything like that?
5: Yes, we have Pittsburgh State University here in Pittsburgh. It's a Division II school, sports-wise, has an enrollment, eight, nine, 9,000, 10,000. does have nationally recognized uh, plastics, diesel, mechanic, repair, automotive technology schools here. So yeah, I graduated from college in 1995 with a Bachelor of Arts in History.
1: Oh, cool. Wow. OK, so you're like all over the place, because we heard you yes. said you worked for the railroad. So mm-hmm. what made you go, why History?
5: I wanted to be a teacher and a coach like my dad. My parents got divorced when I was about 12, and my mom uh, had cancer for the third and final time my sophomore year of college, and so I had to take a year off to uh, help care for her. And sure. the time I got done with that, I just wanted to get my degree and get out of school.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Now,
1: what did you do right after college? Did you go to work down in Streetport?
5: Yeah, I worked for out uh, of college for two years for the Kansas City Southern Railway Railroad here in Pittsburgh. But they acquired another railroad in the Shreveport area and needed conductors down there. And so I went down there for a year and basically lived in motels and was a conductor on freight and coal trains.
1: Oh, Oh,
0: wow. That's so interesting. I'm genuinely interested.
1: I'm just going to go there. Now, how does that work? Is that like airline pilots and stuff like that where you go to a city and come back and that's your home base always, I assume?
5: Yes. So while I was down there, it was Shreveport. And the engineer and I would take trains east to places like Monroe, Vicksburg, and Jackson, Mississippi. Get off, spend the night, and then the next day come back with another train.
0: Wow, oh, wow,
1: that's so interesting. I mean, it's so common sense, but mm. we've never talked to a
0: yeah a, 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 conductor. a conductor
1: on trains. Yeah, that's that's amazing, yeah. and it's, it it does make sense. But is that yeah. the longest trip you've ever done? The most you can work
0: is
5: twelve hours. Gotcha. And then by federal law, you have to get off the train.
0: Yeah.
1: So 12 hours out, and then take, and then you have, what, an eight-hour break, and then you can do another 12?
5: Uh, yeah, you could. We have what they call working on your rest. So you get an hour-and-a-half call before it's time for you to go to work and get on the train. So mm-hmm. if you have eight hours off and they call you an hour-and-a-half in, you're really not off. Right, you know? gotcha, right. gotcha. So we call that – they used to call that working on your rest. Gotcha. Interesting. Okay. Cool.
1: I think it's something similar with truck drivers as well mm-hmm. and bus drivers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. All right, I hope so, it is. Yeah. All right. So now go back to Pittsburgh, Kansas. I don't know. It just seems there. I feel like there's another Kansas that I was like, oh, I didn't even know that that was a, you know, it's a very more well-known city, but it's not, you know, the real city. Like Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, obviously. You well, know.
0: what do you mean real city? There's Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is a real city, and then Pittsburgh, Kansas is well, a real okay, city. Well, okay, fair enough. <laughs> so what are you doing, Chuck? All right, fair enough. <laughs> Trying to save you from Littles writing <laughs> from Dave, in right now. David
1: Patton writing in. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, fair enough. But I guess my question, I wonder how many Pittsburghs there are out there, I guess is my question.
5: Yeah, there's a Pittsburgh, Missouri, and a Pittsburgh, Texas, and a Pittsburgh, California that I am aware of. See? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I worked at UPS when I was in college sorting packages, and we would occasionally get them for those locations. It's the only reason I knew they existed.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: It's interesting, though, to me to like know that big cities I are out there. I would say there's
0: then... Pittsburghs that are more well-known mm-hmm. than others, there are Springfields that are more well-known than That's others, true. but I do feel like there are multiple locations with so these names. I'm
1: wondering, would Springfield, Illinois be the Springfield? I don't know.
0: Oh, don't put the V in the front of it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. Let's I mean, I know crazy. Ch- I know Tiny
1: Chuck would have something to <laughs> right, you know, complain about right. that for sure. But I also know that has to do with the Simpsons had a lot to do with that. Oh, I don't know. They, they oh, that, yeah. Didn't they have that competition? Do you are you, a, are you a Simpsons fan?
5: No, I am not, honestly. Oh,
1: that's okay. So, but, I'm trying to remember they had this thing, though, where they had some competition, and if you wanted your town to be the Springfield that the Simpsons were from or something like that, hmm. I, I could be totally wrong on this. I hope not. I, I hear people writing emails right now as we It speak.
0: seems like it was a, probably a thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. Well, let's get back. To, okay. So, Pittsburgh, Kansas. So, what was that like growing up in this small little town? Ta- How big is the
5: town? Without student, without students, in the summertime, we're about 20, 21,000
1: Wow. Oh,
0: okay.
5: So that sounds it's, like
1: about where I went to college. Yeah. Oneonta, New York. Mm-hmm. Same kind of deal. Now there were two colleges there, so when right. school was in session, yeah, it was much higher.
5: But yeah, so yeah, it's not tiny, but it's not huge by right. any stretch of the imagination.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. So which, where's your sports fandom? Where does that lie? Who do you root for?
5: Well, I'm a kid of the kind of the mid '70s through the mid '80s. So growing up, it was Tony Dorsett and the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Because the Chiefs weren't any good, right. and those guys were larger than life. But the Chiefs and Royals for football and baseball, basketball, I'm going to say I lean towards the Celtics. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Roxy just
0: perked I like up. that.
5: <laughs> and Boston would be a 1A baseball-wise just because I've had the privilege of going to Boston a number of times and seeing some games at Fenway.
0: We wow. really like that. Or is it
1: really that you're just sucking up to the hosts here? <laughs>
5: Okay, didn't know that. And to top that off, I have a signed, game-worn jersey swatch and photo of Carl Yastrzemski in my den. Wow, so. cool, nice.
0: That's really cool.
1: I mean, for us yeah. Red Sox fans, we'd call that burying the lead moment. Yeah, but yeah. You know, the rest of the listeners won't give a damn, so we'll just uh, <laughs> we won't say that. But wow, yeah. that's amazing. That's really wow. amazing.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
5: I picked that up at a charity auction for embarrassingly low sum. But, oh wow. You know. <laughs>
1: Now, are you following his son playing with the Giants?
5: Yeah, kind of off and on. Yeah. A little bit. The Giants, I went to a game, I think it was called Pac Bell back then. Or...
1: Oh, wait. And my apologies. Did I just misspeak? Is it his grandson? Yeah, I think it's his it's- grandson. Yeah, it's his grandson. My bad. My bad. Got that. Whoa. Put the emails away a little. Put them away. <laughs> Corrected myself. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot of fun just to hear the name being said by the announcers and stuff. Mm. And I'll occasionally just flip on. They're, they were playing the Mets recently, so I just happened to because we have we're based in New York, unfortunately. So it's that's the you know the games that are on TV. Yeah. So uh, I caught him in a couple games just with the. Mets I mean, New on York is
0: great, but that's the only, unfortunately.
1: Well, <laughs> uh, I don't know about the only, but yeah, it's one of the main ones. Okay. So and now, real quick, how did you uh, become a Tony fan? How did you become a little?
5: We got an ESPN radio affiliate here, believe it or not, in, I don't know, 97, 98, 99, somewhere around in there. And even though I was younger at the time and still much younger than him, I kind of have some of the same curmudgeonly type attitudes and beliefs. So that appealed to me. And his show was different than everything else that was on the radio Right. Uh, at that time and still is and just kind of fell in love with it yeah and yeah you know the andy poley days and and that kind of thing and then my son was born in 2001 when pti started and i am normally home in time to catch that show so i would hold my son or do whatever and watch pti around oh. the house and and then my son you know, he grew up with Mr. Tony. He yeah. doesn't know any. He doesn't know him as a radio guy, really. So right. So it's a whole different perspective. And he's 19 now, and you know, still watches PTI.
1: Well, I was going to say. So is he technically a little as well? Does he listen to the podcast or just the PTI show?
5: No, he's the TV show mainly. He's young people. They have got all sorts of different podcasts. That right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. They seem to listen to, which is fine because you know he's got to find his own way in in that avenue of life. As yeah. far as.
0: I mean, and he, you know. he may come around to Tony's show. <laughs> you never know. You never know.
1: <laughs> Maybe someday. No, this is yeah. kind of fun to hear you say these things, sir, because we're the, uh, full disclosure, we're the same age. We I graduated in 95 as well. Yep. So yep. I I already knew there was this little connection. And when you said, you know, just little things I do that Roxy picks up on here yep. and there. And, yep. I started eating yep. stuff over the sink and yep. just things like that because yep. you know it saves a plate. Oh I don't have to gosh. wash a plate.
0: You know, but I'm like, don't you? Wouldn't you be more comfortable sitting down?
1: No, <laughs> <Okay>, no, <nope, nope. laughs> just gonna eat it over the sink. Yep.
5: Go. I have a hard time sitting down too mm. to eat. I'm known as a very fast eater, and then I got to get up and move. So a lot of times I will eat and walk around the house, wow. which is kind of These kinda similarities. Odd, but... <laughs> yeah. <she's...
1: laughs> I'm a very quick eater too. Yeah. And then we'll go into just all these other just the stories he has. Full disclosure for all the littles that were concerned out there, I do now have a new phone. Yes. Uh, I'd had a five S E probably for what? I
0: thought it was a five C. Five
1: C. I don't even know anymore. But so five littles. A five. (laughs) I fought it for, I mean, forever, for years, years. (laughs) I fought it. Yeah. So I'm the same way with these, all these gadgets and just, I don't even know when you're trying to go to website. I mean, I'm not obviously as bad as Tony, but uh, we're getting up there. That's all I can say. But also how much
0: of what Tony does and says about things like technology is actually true or how much of it is just slightly maybe fabricated for the purposes of better stories all right maybe which is fine there's nothing wrong with that maybe. i'm curious though
1: i don't know i could totally see him park, oh yeah i mean parking it's not garage easy to cash figure cash out being able to get yeah. out i could totally see yeah. that you
5: know so anyway
1: <laughs> do you have that problem adam
5: yes <laughs> yeah i wouldn't have discovered the podcast honestly if it hadn't been for my son
0: yeah right
5: I yeah I was bemoaning I'd heard a podcast and bemoaning not having Tony morning yeah I think he was I don't know 15 16 at the time and mm-hmm. looked at me like I had two heads and he's like well daddy's got a podcast I'm like
1: uh. <laughs> like what's a podcast well he used to say that about yes. his friends his friends yeah. would all say yeah I'd love to listen to you now and Tony's like well I got a podcast they're like what's that <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah so I had him put it on my phone yeah, because I probably I'm not as bad as Tony. I'm sure I could have figured it out. But right. it would have involved lots of swearing and probably elevated blood pressure. So right. my exactly. that's
1: what I mean. It's just not.
0: Well, know. for the record, Chuck here just mentioned his new phone and he was really concerned. Like one of the reasons why he waited so long to get a new one was because he was concerned that it would take him forever to figure it out. Sure enough, I didn't even know he got a new phone yeah, until like three her. hours after I got home. And, and I've been using
1: it the whole time. Like right, it's in my hand. and I'm I happen to notice,
0: and he's like, yeah, it's not so bad. Yeah, I will admit. There, right, were, there were like two things that he, two or three things that he asked me about, and I was able to show him.
1: The millennial in the house, yeah. But,
0: yeah, I mean.
1: Elder millennial. It
0: wasn't as bad <laughs> as you thought. No,
1: it wasn't, because I guess with the technology, because I've had this problem in the past when I've changed Switched. phones, mm-hmm. where you have to like start from scratch. You have to install all your apps. You have to, in- There were so- in some cases, because I didn't have the cloud plugged in properly where i had to
0: which i still you know for the record i don't know still what the cloud means and what well, it does but what so. i mean is
1: i had to plug in my contacts and stuff like that. it was just a nightmare yeah. and so i was avoiding it but i guess with the technology now it's it all just, good enough it just all transferred over mm-hmm. my apps everything it was just like they handed me this new phone and everything was there so right. i was very thankful now there are some features on the phone that i like it has this face identification do you have one of these phones adam where you just hold it up
0: and, and it, it recognizes it your recognizes face.
1: your face and it unlocks
5: yeah, my wife and son have iPhones. Scary. I'm a Android. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, but I'm yeah, sure Androids so you... have the same technology, I would think. Yeah,
5: really? I, I'm not even going to try that.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I... thank you. I'd still rather just punch in the dud. I'll punch in the the security. Well, code.
0: if it doesn't actually recognize your face, which sometimes my phone does not recognize me in the morning, it will ask me to put in my passcode. So, right. You know, <laughs> you still have that feature. Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So. <laughs> All right, Adam, enough about cell phones. We swear we're going to get back to you, Adam, (laughs) because we have to get into your books, this poetry stuff. Yeah. So you can stick around, right? Yep. All right. All right. Don't go anywhere. All you loyal listeners will be right back
2: with...
0: Meet the Littles.
2: This is Sam Berger from Suffern, New York, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network.
1: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, and we are lucky enough to have Adam Jameson with us today. Now, he's another one that, nothing to say, obviously. Lots
0: to say. Clearly, nothing to say. I he's, get it, though. You, you don't know where it's going to go. He so doesn't know what to
1: expect. Yeah. I get it. Okay. All right. So we know he has an Android. Yep. That's important, because yep. none of us have an Android. <laughs> so, But no, we have to get into this. Now, you write poetry, and you have published books. Can you go into that?
5: Yeah. 1989, 90, my senior year. What you would call a jock, if that's still a term. I
1: think so. And, yeah. and the
5: high school English teacher, who was a family friend, basically, de- he knew how to manipulate me and <laughs> dared me to take his poetry class. Of course, yeah, he did. I mean, literally, he said, I dare you. And 18 year old senior guy, you know, well, I, 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 you betcha, you, Buster.
2: <laughs> I'll take you. that. <laughs> yeah.
5: And so I took his class, and it's, more of a free-form, non-rhyming, Jack Kerouac kind of inspired poetry. And I just write about things that I kind of see every day, and rarely do I see something and run home and write down a poem, but it shows up when it's ready to show up, if that makes sense. Yeah. And and sometimes it never shows up. Yeah, right. At the time, you go, man, that will make a good poem. And I never forced it. And so the high school English teacher and I and... Another gentleman from the community who's an award-winning newspaper columnist started a group called White Buffalo after a cafe that used to be here years ago. And another gentleman who's a very, very accomplished blues musician studied at the knee of Eva Jesse when she was a guest lecturer here at Pitt State. We started a little troupe where we would do poetry, storytelling, and blues. And we've been doing that every year since 1989. The group has evolved in that. Uh, The one, the Blue Gentleman's kind of moved on to other things. And actually my old college uh, advisor, philosophy instructor, has taken his place. And I've had three books published by a press out of Kansas City. The second one was a combo effort with three other poets. And we actually won a Kansas Notable Book Award in 2018 for it. Oh,
0: wow. That's amazing. Yeah.
5: How did that feel? Yeah, it was kind of cool. We got to go to the state house and meet the governor. And they had a little reception for us. And some other awards winners at the governor's mansion and my son was about 17 at the time and i think he ate all the hors d'oeuvres <laughs> and they brought out more and i think he ate <laughs> all of those
0: i love that
5: because we'd driven from pittsburgh to topeka right mm-hmm. after work three-hour trip he was starved and so yeah that was a fun experience and the first book was called number nine to Salisaw. the second one the collaboration is called ghost sign and it has tons of images of old signage like you would see painted on old brick buildings, mm-hmm. you know, that are faded and kind of worn out. Yeah. And then the the last one that came out two years ago is called Monks Love the Curveball. <laughs> uh, so that's there's a lot of baseball poems in there. Well, that's what I was you know? gonna say, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's
1: great. Did you send that book to Tony yet?
5: No, I haven't and should. it's kind of an interesting backstory in that my dad taught and coached high school football. And stopped teaching and coaching about the time I got into school because he wanted to be able to coach me. But I grew up in a football household. Right. At one of the premier programs for over 20 years in the state of Kansas and played for state championships, won one. And as I watched my son come up, you know, everybody had this perception or assumption that he would follow in his dad and grandpa's footsteps. Right. Right. And he played one year in junior high and said, Dad, I want to run cross-country. And I said, smart choice, son. Yeah, right. Because your dad's 5'9 and your mom's (laughs) 5'5. And so he took cross-country and baseball. And, you know, I had to kind of adjust my focus and we spent a lot of time playing baseball. So that last one's kind of, I wouldn't say it's super heavy on baseball poems, but there's a lot of baseball stuff in there.
1: Now, can we go back? And I, I hope he's still alive. But after you win this award did your English high school teacher come back and tell you to eat it? Like what, what happened there? Like, <laughs>
5: well, he's, he was one of the other collaborators. So he's the one oh. that actually told me that we'd won it. He'd submitted the book and told me we'd won a Candace Notable Book Award. And I was flabbergasted because I didn't know it had even been submitted. So you submitted, didn't even know so. it had
1: been submitted?
5: No, wow. had no idea. Wow.
1: So. Oh, that's great. Cool. Oh, how neat is that for you I though? I know. That, so on a dare, this was all on a dare. <laughs> That yes, you take true story class. yeah so all on a dare you take this class and then and, you win an award and with the guy i mean that's kind of cool that's really cool that's really cool
0: congratulations yeah
1: congratulations but, on that and we'll plug all that at the end yeah can, can we buy the is the book per, we can buy it right
5: okay. i assume it's on amazon or one okay. of them sites you
1: assume he <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna come back to that yeah
0: right. yep.
5: uh one thing i wish i'd mentioned about pittsburgh in this area of southeast kansas is it's known as the little Balkans area of Kansas. There was a lot of immigration here, 1880s, 90s, through the 20s, uh, first to mine deep shaft coal. And then after that played out, it turned into what they what we call strip pit mining. Oh. And so we have a very mixed population of Italian countries that don't, Yugoslavia, Serbs, whatever, Germans here. So it, it made for an interesting experience growing up because yeah. a lot of the old timers if they didn't speak their native tongue fluently, they would speak of phrases. And so you heard assorted languages around.
1: Right. Cool.
5: As a kid growing up. And then Pittsburgh was kind of the center. And then outside were what are called coal camps, which a lot of times were tent cities or little wide spots in the road where there might be a smaller mine. And I'm old enough to remember both most of those and a lot of them are still around but you have to be of a certain age in this part of the world to know where say 50 camp is or garrett's store or coach house corner is and i work with a lot of younger guys that aren't from this area and i work for an electric utility and there's still a couple of older guys around that can call me and say hey I've got a pole that needs replaced, and it's three spans east of Kirkwood, and I know right where he's talking about. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Nice.
5: And the younger guys, and that's not their fault. It's just, I've noticed that shift in the last 10 years I've been here. It doesn't make me sad, but it, it's just kind of, I don't know, changing in the guard, I guess I would say. As I age out, they take over. So there's a lot of cultural history here. There was, and I'm not talking politics, but in Kansas, it's rare. This. Crawford County is heavily Democratic and heavily Union, which is unusual in the, in the state of Kansas. Right. Anyway, my point is it's a small place, but it's got some unique stuff that sure. you typically don't see in rural Southeast Kansas. Right.
1: Wow. Oh my gosh. That's so neat. Mr. I have nothing to talk about. Okay. We're almost out of time. We have to get some... Are you okay if we throw in our fun, dumb questions right now? Sure. Whatever right, you guys want to do. Yeah, definitely.
0: Okay. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? If you like ice cream. Chocolate. Cool.
1: What's your most embarrassing childhood
5: memory? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh.
0: Too many to choose from?
5: <laughs> yeah, a lot to choose from. I don't know that it's childhood, but my freshman year of school, driving a old beat-up truck to school in a rainstorm and hit a big puddle going way too fast and flooded it out and trying to get that truck out of the busiest intersection in town as all my friends drove by or rode the school bus <laughs> why i Right, by pointing and laughing. Oh, right,
1: no. I've been there. I mean, not exactly that, but stalled at a busy intersection, and then you're just like sitting there. Everyone's honking at you. Yeah. What is your favorite movie quote? Do you have one?
5: I won't tolerate rude behavior in a man. Woodrow F. Call from Lonesome Dove.
1: Whoa, he was ready for All that
0: right. one. All uh, right. Which Roxy? He...
1: What's yours? I know it.
0: Wait, what's my favorite, favorite quote? movie quote? Oh, I can't think right now. Wait, what do you think? Sandlot. It is? Oh, which one? You're killing me, Smalls. Oh, yeah. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> Hello. I was also going to say Tangled when she shouts, oh. best day ever. I forgot about Tangled. Anyway, yeah. anyway, I'm a Disney Disney fan. But next up, which TV family is most like your own?
5: I don't know it's way back, but it's back a ways. There's a little bit of family ties in there. Oh,
0: oh. A- classic.
1: <laughs>
0: that just uh, made me feel yeah.
1: like a am <laughs> Going back a ways. It well. was like my, one of my all-time favorite shows. Now, are you saying your current family or your family growing up? So, would you be like Alex in that scenario, or would you be the dad?
5: I would be the dad okay. in that scenario. Cool. Gotcha. Yeah, Alex and I would be polar opposites. Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: <laughs> Who's your favorite athlete?
5: Who, I'm gonna have to go hometown here, just because he was in his prime when I was young and growing up. And George Brett, uh, you got it. Ah, oh, oh. Roxy.
1: Sorry, I didn't. I had to. I was like, cuz uh, look i'll never forget the pine
5: tar you know sure. the,
1: it's just in my cuz i look we're the same age so we have this we grew up in the same time period so yeah for sure yeah yeah and
5: that's when you got one game a week yeah on nbc or what whatever channel it was yeah. you know and it was it was appointment yankees royals in, in that time frame was sure. appointment tv yeah. What's the three channels that you had to get up and change? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. I'll never forget
1: that, you know, St. Louis, yeah. Kansas City, World Series either. I mean, that was yep.
5: obviously. Yeah George, yeah. George Brett.
0: All right. What personal trait has gotten you in the most
5: trouble? Honesty.
0: You know, that's not a bad personal trait. Yeah. to have that gets you in trouble
1: I guess but that's still gets not, you in trouble
0: that's, that's not a bad thing same thing here yeah
1: I think you might know this we're in show business and so people are always asking us like oh what'd you think you know blah. blah, blah. I'm like you know what don't ask me if you don't want to know <laughs> yeah because I'm gonna tell you you know yeah yeah and I can even be honest and people know this especially little some littles know this yeah but even about stuff I work on right that we work on we're yeah. like yeah I do have wanna, to say though see that Putting
0: it in that perspective, for me, I am an honest person, but I'm also a nice person, and I'm probably more nice than I am honest. So if you ask me what I think of something, like a show, for instance... If I'm entertained, even in the slightest, it could be a horrible show. But if I'm entertained at all, I think, yeah. I'm you'll like, oh, it's great. Well,
1: you'll find something yeah. about it to like. Yeah. Because there are always different elements. You're like, Oh, but the lighting was great. The costumes, the music was great. The show's not so great. Yeah. You know, the dancing was great, but the show's but not so
0: great. But putting it that you know, way, like I think that. I'm yeah. more nice than I am honest <laughs> at <Gotcha>. that point.
1: <laughs> all right. If you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be?
5: Tasmanian devil. Ooh, nice. that's a first. I like
0: that one. Nice. <laughs> what's
1: the, what's the surprise? What was the Bugs Bunny would always try to make them the, not the Hassan I don't remember. Anyway, something yeah. a Turkey surprise I or something remember. like that. Anyway.
5: Hassan pepper. I hadn't ha- thought of that. Yes. Haas and
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to coming on and meet the littles here. This has been great. Now, how can we find you? Are you on Twitter and all that stuff?
5: Yes, I am on new to Twitter like in the last four or five months. Oh, maybe okay. I'm friends with some other littles like Sully.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, sorry about that one. Okay. <laughs> well. Yeah, I know. I know. It happens.
5: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Joe Arrow, I think. Yeah, cool. Uh, now, now, you're, now you're getting there.
1: Okay. Well, what yeah, do you know your handle?
5: At Soft Toss Lefty.
1: Soft Toss Lefty. Right, right, right. All right. We'll make sure we put that in the show notes. Now, you said you think, <laughs> this made me laugh, you think you can get your book on Amazon?
0: What's the name of the books?
5: There's number nine to Salisaw was the first one. Second one is called Ghost Sign. And the third one is called Monks Love the Curveball. And that's my favorite. That's okay. the third
1: one. So just go on over to Amazon, search those, and hopefully those yep. will come up and you can purchase those there. That will be great. All right. Well, thanks again, Adam, for coming on. As an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this.
0: Over or under?
5: However my wife tells me to put it on there.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good answer, sir. <laughs>
0: That is the correct answer.
1: Do, so you're wait, are you saying that she changes it? It depends on her mood swings? Like, how does that happen?
0: Hey.
5: I do what she tells me, sir. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: I do what she tells me, sir.
5: <laughs> Love it.
1: All right. Thanks, Adam. We really appreciate the time.
5: Thank you, guys.
1: All right. All you loyal <laughs> listeners, we'll be right back.
2: Hi, this is Mike Brownell. You're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network.
1: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And thank you, Adam, for coming on to Meet the Littles. Always a fun time. And Roxy, we have we have Ritz here. So we I do. thought this could be a special treat. Yeah. Ritz, we swear Ritz does not know what is about to happen to him. Yeah, this is a total surprise. Okay. We thought it'd be fun to have another co-host attempt the stump the host. Yeah. Are you up for this, Ritz?
2: I'm up for it. All Let's right. do it.
1: So I almost I'm gonna wait because I'm gonna give you a chance because I'm not gonna screw this up again. And Roxy doesn't really like it when I do this, but (laughs) well, Claire gave us very specific directions. Claire Natola, thank you for this. Yeah, Uh, she put this all together. This has been an ongoing thing, and it's Mm -hmm. fantastic. So I'm gonna try it one way because Ritz knows a a lot of littles. He's been the summer littles. He knows quite a right. And then we're gonna make sure that you know these people that are the littles listed as the options. Now you know this game, right, Ritz? You've been listening. Yes. Okay. All right. Great. So the question is, Ritz. If you could time travel, when would you go? Now we've, we've since decided then decided
0: it's when or where. More I rare, mean, listen, right. where in time is Carmen San Diego? Not when in time is Carmen Sandiego. Right. Sand- like, okay. come mm-hmm. on. Like, Fair, it could go, you can see it both ways.
1: Okay. But in Claire's defense, yes. when she did this, yes. she literally copy and pasted from our sheet. Right. So this is on us. That's not on Claire. So, all right. So, Ritz, these are the answers, okay? The Dark Ages. The 1950s to see a baseball game at Ebbets Field. Mm-hmm. Or, very specific, June 7th, 1964, My Parents' Wedding.
4: Aww.
1: Now, how I normally do this is I would list off the, the littles. But do you want to take a crack at any of those? Like, just random from people you know. I know it's, <laughs> oh, you're going to get man. major bonus points if you get any of these. <laughs> Even if you just guess a name that it could be.
0: No way. So you've got the Dark Ages,
1: 1950s to see a baseball game at Ebbets Field i think that's i think i could narrow that one down a little bit and then june 7th 1964 my parents wedding
2: uh gosh i'm gonna venture the ebbets field 19 oh he's getting
1: specific i just wanted a name you No, no, no
2: i'm gonna i'm gonna think joe arrow because he's always i know he's a big baseball fan okay so maybe that one
1: Nope. sorry
2: <laughs> all right yeah
1: okay that's all right any other quick guesses and then we'll give you the list
2: no. Nah. Okay. I, I don't want to humiliate myself. Oh, that's, I, I, was, I thought it
1: was a good guess. Honestly, I would have probably gone with uh, Steve Oswald because I know he's a really big baseball fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think who else, but I would have been wrong for the record. Where uh,
0: is Field? Brooklyn.
1: Brooklyn. Oh. I mean, it's not there anymore, but you know. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So this is the question If you could time travel, when or where would you go? The Dark Ages, 1950s to see a baseball game at Field, or June 7, 1964, my parents' wedding? Here's your choices, Ritz. You ready? Mm-hmm. Tony Beeson, Eric Londrigan, and Rob Colpeen. All is, right. So you got the Dark Ages, 1950s, Ebbets Field, June 7th, '64, parents' wedding. So that could be kind of a clue, if you woof if woof. you kind of know these. I don't the really ages. know their ages. Yeah.
5: All Actually, right, Eric Laundergen,
1: sneaky older. I'm not going to say he's old, but
0: <laughs> don't say that. Uh, well, I thought he was.
1: I don't know. I thought he was way younger than me and i don't think he is right
0: i think you're about about i
1: think we're about the same age i did i really thought he was much younger all right ritz time's up what do you got
2: all right i'm going dark ages rob colpine okay i'm going 1950 Field, tony Beeson, june 7th parents wedding 1964 eric lonergan okay and
1: those are your final answers now what we've done locking them in okay well what we've done I'm now going to ask my lovely co-host her answers and see how she does. And if you want to change your answer, you can. We're going to let you allow to do that. So, Roxy, what do you got?
0: Yeah, I actually was going to say the same thing. Of course.
1: You, Roxy, you're doing this every time.
0: Okay, if you want, I'll switch no, the no, first no, I two. No, 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 because you, you're defen- good at this.
1: You're good at this. I'm the bad one. All right, let me see. I didn't really think I'm this through too much. I'm going with my gut. So you said, Tony, oh, say say your answers again.
0: Steve Lipton for the dark ages. <laughs> Tony. Steve Diesel. Lipton's not a choice. <laughs> no, what did you say? <laughs>
1: Even better. Oh, so. Rob
0: Colpene. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: okay, Roxy's off to a good start. Steve Liffin's not on the list. All right.
0: Rob Colpine for the Dark Ages. Okay. Tony Beeson for the baseball game. And then and Eric Lonergan for, the for the wedding. Is that yeah. what,
1: that's what you have, Ritz, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm not actually. Steve that's what I would go with, actually. Okay. I think.
0: So we're all agreeing. Well, you know what?
1: No, now I'm talking myself out of it. The only one.
0: You know what happens 40? when you go with your Morning. second guest. Ge- I know. Second go guess. with
1: your gut. Remember that episode? Well, no, I, I actually think, because Eric's a big baseball fan, I could I see know. him wanting to go to Ebbets Field. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll keep it with you guys. I'm going to be really angry if I'm right. Okay, I'm opening.
0: <laughs> I bet you're going to be right.
1: <laughs> I'm opening the envelope. It's a sealed envelope, so you can hear
0: it. Why did I say Steve Lipton? I don't
1: know. That was great, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. We've got Dark Ages, Rob Colpe. Okay. Then we have 1950s to see a baseball game at Ebbets Field, Tony B. say.
0: Yeah. And then Eric
1: Lonergan wants to see his parents' wedding. We That's so all great.
0: Win. That's
1: really sweet. Yeah, I'm, I'm technically win. right this time, which hasn't not happened in a long time. So,
0: I'm telling you, Chuck, you gotta go with your gut. Go
1: with your gut, just like that episode said. Yep. Yeah.
2: I love the small victories in life. Hey, you guys know somebody whose dad worked at Ebbets Field? We oh, yeah? did. Oh, really?
3: Who?
2: My dad.
3: Whoa! What? Really?
2: Yeah, and actually, I would love one of these days, maybe Tony Beeson and I can talk about this because this is a subject of lots of conversation with me and my dad to this day. In fact, one of his great lines is, I I had more years in the majors than many players I watched. So he worked as a vendor in Ebbets Field back in the glorious boys of summer years. Yeah, but he has lots of cool souvenirs from getting guys to sign baseballs back in those days. Really just fun stories and Ebbets Field Everybody talks about how amazing and beautiful it was. It was a small ball, ballpark. Mm -hmm, And my dad to this day calls it Ebbets Field of Blessed Memory. So there you go. A lot of reverence there. Now,
1: I know I've mentioned this before, so I don't want to go too much into it. But did you ever get to see the Gary Coleman, Robert Duvall? Not Robert Duvall. Is it Robert Duvall? Who's the guy that played Benson? Robert Guillaume. Robert Guillaume. Thank you. Robert Guillaume. And it's the movie called The Kid from Left Field. Did you ever see that?
2: I don't think I've oh, I've Ritz. seen. You yeah, gotta see it. All
1: it's right. on YouTube. I mean, it's very dated. Obviously, it came out in the like late 70s. But they did a whole string of those. They did um, the kid with the broken halo. They did they did Scouts Honor. I mean, Gary Coleman and Robert Guillaume. They did a, a trilogy of these movies. The kid with the 200 oh. IQ. They're really good. But the kid from Left Field is really good. It's it's all about San Diego Padres and his dad was a vendor at the ball field. But he was a retired player whose career got ended short unfortunately got and, it but it's a i don't want to give too much away mm-hmm. but it's you know it's a very dated movie so it's but it, i always loved it as a kid it was mm-hmm. on my because i grew up with that gary coleman generation right you know, different right. strokes and mm-hmm. stuff like that so i loved all those they were like made for tv movies but mm-hmm. you can find them i think most of them on youtube all right you two. that's really all the time we have special shout out roxy thank you again for all the birthday gifts that was really sweet the indochino Guest certificate?
0: Yeah. So I have a funny story about that, oh, actually. I just tell. remembered. So yeah, I was looking around. I happened to check the TK show codes and I thought, oh, well, let me see what Johnny O is about. So I went to Johnny O and I was like, oh, this is great. Polos and shorts. Like that's what Chuck likes, polos and shorts. So I happened to just, I was curious about the code. So I put a couple items in the cart and then I got far enough so that I can see how the code worked and yeah. what got taken off and things like that. I type in the code and what do you know? It doesn't work. It says it's not valid. <laughs> so I don't know, Mr. TK. You gotta fix <laughs> your, your codes. You gotta fix your codes for Johnny they, O. Well, what they need
1: to do is hire Dina. That's what they yeah. need to do, and yeah. she'll make sure that shit gets taken yeah. care so of. Yeah. So then,
0: so I was gonna go with Johnny O, but then I'm like, well, if he can't use the code for this, I might as well just go over to so Indochino. Indochino. Wow.
1: No, well, my question is, did you try LL Pod? No, but I, I just
0: gonna assume. Too. I'm just going <laughs> to assume because Maeve worked there. So hopefully it works.
1: I mean maybe LL Pod works at Indi- uh, was it Johnny O? Maybe. Maybe. Doubt it. Doubt it. Anyway, all right Roxy, your big moment. That's been solely taken away from you now, but yeah. tell everyone where now they can get in touch with us.
0: Um I guess you could go to our website. <laughs> uh, uh, what is it? Oh. loyallittlespod.com. Go to loyallittlespod.com. I felt the eye roll, Dina. you I can... felt the eye roll. <laughs> you could do everything there. You can yeah. message us uh, it's great. Send can, music, send questions, yeah. send. And please
1: do that. Send yeah. us, send us, send fun us dumb questions yeah. that you'd like to hear. Cause we, you know, we keep
0: using the same ones. And we try to come we up try. with new
1: ones here and there. Right. But, but I
0: know that there's stuff we're not thinking about,
1: especially the rapid fire ones. Mm-hmm. Cause we have a whole separate list of rapid fire now, stuff like that. Yep. So yep. Send a, let it, us
2: know if you want to be a guest and meet the yes,
1: list. That, please.
0: That too. Very important. Please, please. please. Very That's important. great.
1: But I love it. You know what I also like about it is you just go there and you can click right on the, it's got a Twitter link. It's got a, uh, Instagram, link, Instagram link Facebook, Facebook link. link it's got yeah. everything so right there so again thank you Dina and Claire for all your efforts on that and thank you Ritz
2: my pleasure always great to hang with you guys yeah
1: all right and once again thank you Adam Jameson for coming on to meet the littles today and thank you Shane Blair Hicks Sandberger and Mike Brunel did I do that right I, I hope think so for our bumpers this episode Alright, and remember everyone, if you're out shopping online, especially at Indochino. Indochino. What about stick grip?
0: Stickgrip.com and FogFreeEyeWear.com.
1: Don't forget to
0: use the code. Except at Johnny O.
1: Because it doesn't work. <laughs> Bye. One a, and a two a, and a three. A. Happy, birthday. Happy birthday.
3: Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Birthday to you.
1: Thanks, Tony. <laughs>
4: Get singing, forget our troubles for a while. Let's put on some haggard jones.
3: It's about all those younger years You and me, baby, gonna take a little break from all of the chaos this world makes Get a little less time in our lives Ah, oh, baby, need a little love in the night Ah, oh, baby, need a little love in the night
4: Get singing, forget our troubles for a while.
3: We'll just laugh and have some fun and go back where we started from. Get, Get a little, little less time, time in our lives. lives. Oh, baby, need a little loving tonight. Oh, baby, need a little loving
4: tonight. Oh, oh
3: baby, baby, need a little loving tonight.
0: loyal littles podcast is produced by the wtfc podcast network and edited by lewis b crocco and the loyal littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by eric lonergan
2: oh (laughs) oh yeah